Hey guys, you're listening to the Perfect 10 Podcast. This is Lana Turner and uh, I have to say I, I'm so excited to be in the place where I am right now because um, I've been preparing for a movie that I wrote and so far it's looking really good like we're going to shoot it this summer. And in the movie, I get my character does this transformation and she gets to do a like a strip tease, like a stripper. Um, it is a stripper scene. And I'm in one of the LA legendary strip clubs um, Jumbo's Clown Room, and I'm sitting next to a legendary stripper comedian <laughs> who I've met quite a few times in the comedy world, and now I'm in her her world, which is this amazing place, Tanya Moon. <laughs> yes, how are you? How are you? Oh, I'm Look fine. at you. This place um, is legendary. Um, I think it, it was like started in the 70s. Wow. It, it was started in the 70s. Um, the original why it's named Jumbo Clown Room was um, it started with Jumbo and his name he, there is a Jumbo he's 91 now really and um, <laughs> he wanted to, I think his that's not his real name is yeah. it really yeah and that's Christina that's his granddaughter but anyway oh, she's behind the bar yeah the dark hair Wow. And so um, this is a family establishment. Yeah, so it's a family establishment. The energy in here is great. I have to say, I yeah. I just think it's so much. You guys have some fun here. Yeah, it's it's like it's this is our, our green room before we do the show here. This is where we're preparing the dances and the yeah. gossiping going on. Right. To give girls. everybody a perspective on what's going, on. this is the it's like four o'clock in the afternoon. So right. what time does the first customer start wandering in? Um, as soon as the first customer, the rule is you don't have to dance until the first customer walks in. But what time does it usually open or get started? Four o'clock. Four, four o'clock. o'clock. Okay, so somebody could potentially wander in right now. Yeah. So then, and that's when the dancing begins. Yeah. So yeah, this is the pre-show kind of yeah, hanging out. The, the rule is you can stay here until at least one or two customers and if it's a regular you don't have to get up until at least there's three or four customers it's not very big space so no. really if you it only have a couple of people in here you'd feel it's amazing it only supposed to seat 75 people you can fit 75 people in here yeah that's all you're supposed to do it that's why when i'm it's surprised here you can fit night, that many it looks just so packed but we've gotten we've gotten there's more than i'm not i, I, I ain't saying nothing but the <laughs> fire marshals might hear me <laughs> Wow, but, um, it's a party. This definitely has a great party vibe. I don't know if the legend's story, uh, if the story's true or not, but the legend was that Jumbo was a rodeo clown. I don't know if that was one of his jo- jobs or something. And he started this in this, I think it was like the 70s, where he just wanted to have a place where um, him and his buddies could drink away from home. And he wanted them to be cheap. And this place used to be really kind of a divey area it still is kind of uh, yeah but not, no it's, we're, we're on hollywood before. but yeah, yeah this is well i mean hollywood has shifted right like yeah. where i used to live i used to live on gardner and sunset right over by right. the um um the guitar center over there that used to be really bad area even when i first moved to la i mean there was like a lot of prostitution a lot of drugs and stuff now it's yeah rent, rent is triple well, this is more thai town so we have right. a lot a lot of thai and then he went a place to to drink with his buddies and then were um, there like was there a, a an idea how many this was so many years ago what was oh, the, it's changed the a lot. idea of what a strip club looks like this is the sort of the foundation then of it yes. right this well was actually in when i started like in the 80s this was all one stage here and then that was the last stage there which is uh it's, it's in the corner i forgot you can't guys and see um, that's our VIP dance room. <laughs> that's our VIP. So it's room. just a little booth in the corner, corner where people can get and a. And that was our last stage. Private so dance. So 
When I danced in 1983, we didn't have a thing called lab dances. So what we did is we had to do five dances on and a two-dance break. And then you had to go back on five dances. Five and dances, not in a row. Yes. In a row. Yes. And two oh. dances off. What but does that mean? Two, so is this another two dance, rest, and then... Five on again? And, and five on again. And this, this proceeded for eight-hour shifts. For, but there would be different girls rotating yeah, in. Yeah, all rotating. What, what, what we did is in 83, um, it's different now, the strip clubs. It was not cool. And the reason I got here was um, I had just turned a certain age. <laughs> and um, no, I think it was. And, um, Wait, when you first started, how old were you when you first started? I think it was 83, so I was probably 28 or something. And I What had made you decide to start to do this? Yeah. Well, it was a fluke. Um, I had been a makeup artist for Hustler and Penthouse and all them, and the whole time I was doing that, I was having an affair with a very wealthy married man, mm. and we were going back and forth, back and forth, and our lives started changing. I started changing. How so? Be, uh, I started becoming more grown up because he had met me when I was 22, and I was like, a ch you know. So this was a much older man, you said? Yeah. And he's time. married. It, did his th was was he oh, look at his wife? No, or was it all well, a, a secret? Well, he was a wealthy Japanese, and he wasn't like a ugly Japanese. He was like a handsome. Are you you're are you Asian? I'm half Korean. Half Korean. Yeah. Okay. And right. I and um, you're by the way, guys. She's stunning. Like how <laughs> how how old? Am I? Yes, you told me. I know you're well, open I'm about 63. your age. Yeah. I mean, your body is like a twenty year old. Well, not really. Yeah. Yes, but we have clothes on. But. Uh, <laughs> But I mean, come on, people in their 60s don't look like you. Well, yeah, there is. Or yeah, act like you, for you're so youthful. Well, I think it's because I'm around these crazy, nutty girls all the time. Right. It's, like it's in your environment, you know? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, you've if had it, a. If, if I hung around life. at the rest home or <laughs> my, and a senior citizen living <laughs> with other may, maybe I would probably act a little more right. my age, but I got to keep up with these girls. Look at these girls. I know, wow. So, know. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I, c I couldn't. Um, I secretly was doing my makeup, but I secretly was going out at night and taking acting lessons. Okay. Because um, um, someone asked me, what would you do if you couldn't be his wife? Because he promised three or four times that he So you wanted to marry him? Oh, beyond, at times. Wow, uh, that's cr you're a young girl. What? Yeah. You're a young girl who's in love with a married man who's much older than you. Yeah. This is a tough I was place. in love and it was terminal because he, he was like, um, oh, what a terrible thing! And I, I as a yeah. form, former still married woman, I think of the women that you know. I, it was like, well, in the Japanese so culture, um, because it was Japanese, it was very common. It wasn't it for them wasn't to take a concubine all the time. I mean, it, it, they didn't call them concubines then. Uh, that word had I changed. Liked, I just like using that word. <laughs> <laughs> I just, that I just wanted to use that. I think that's a good word. But he was like really conservative and he became very wealthy and his goal was to be wealthy so he worked a lot mm. so um when i was working for hustler i was allowed to fly out and meet him wherever whatever so I he would pay to have you flown around well he d he was not that kind he felt bad paying for things that's why i always had to work because then he felt like i was a concubine so i would have to kind of earn earn things i still he still wanted me to be have a living so my living was being a makeup artist, which by the way was paid a lot of money in those days. Right. So I, but it was important, and he didn't know. <laughs> it, but anyway, 
so then um in you're between, even in the early stages of porn oh you have no idea so you've those. like seen everybody coming up Pioneer in your career. days this yeah is where i could go to jail for even being in Re- on a set for a porn a, shoot yeah. really the vice coming those were scary days god now it's i mean that's everywhere a whole, yeah that's a whole different story <laughs> yeah yeah that one is like but oh. um in between i got signed my coach i got signed by a big um agency and my boyfriend uh, my at that time said i can't spend my life the rest of my life you wouldn't be an actress you had to make a choice you either be my wife or you had to be an actor if you want to be an actress he did want to marry you then this guy yeah he did but he wanted to change you know and and, you were so young yeah and then yeah i was 22 so he he had he had affairs too and then i had he got his nose done and then um he had a he, then he had an affair with his, no, uh, his nurse. I went to Hawaii. He's like plastic surgeon's nurse. He was like, <laughs> she was a surgeon. Because he was really hot for Asian guy. I mean, he was really handsome. I mean, he was wealthy, wealthy. Is he still around today? He's I, so old. Yeah. Do you, like, you know he must what? be like. <laughs> seven, he's probably, probably my mom's age. Yeah, probably 70, 80. I try to look him up on. Can you uh, imagine if you'd have married him? You'd be married to like an 80-year-old man right now. Yeah, probably <laughs> if we stayed. I don't know if we would have stayed. <laughs> because had many affairs. Yes. What a life. And um, so, so you're both with other people at this point. Well, we, we go, we get back together, then we leave. But in, in those days, um, it's not, you know, it was a disco day. So sex was free love, free sex. Everybody was fucking everybody. You know what I mean? It wasn't as crazy as. So you're fucking a lot of people or yeah, no? Yeah, when I wanted to. <laughs> and he was too. That was awesome. Uh, but, okay. but he hated when I did. But we kept a secret, you know. Oh, he's so, a double standard. Um, so, but that's crazy. I mean, he's like married and he's having yeah. multiple women and he's like, you can't. Yeah, and he, like this is like he wanted a wife. He, he was alone or he wanted me someone. So when I said I've been secretly taking acting lessons and I got, I, I secretly took an acting lesson for like two years until I was ready to get an agent. I got a big agent. And then I did my last shoot in um, Hawaii for six weeks. Like a modeling shoot? No, no, or no, was no, this uh, makeup. Oh. And we, we, we stayed uh we went to Hawaii. I stayed at his condo, and then we flew over to Kauai with a photographer, Suze Randall. And we rented a house for Mike Love, and we flew the models in, and we stayed there for six weeks. And so these were porn shoots in Hawaii, or was or it porn these or were like models? No stills. They okay. were, were stills for Penthouse and Got Hustler. It. And then he had promised me that um, we were going to leave, and he said he felt bad. He said, what would you like for as a gift? Would you want to go to Europe and forget about it? Oh, me? that's a nice gift. I said, no, I'd rather have boobs. <laughs> I want a boob job. I want boobs because I, I was so flat-chested. Oh. He goes, you rather, because, you know, we had been talking about plastic surgery and everything, and the boobs were coming in at that time. Right. That was a big, like, w- that's in the 80s. Yeah, 83. It was So like it's all about, like, boobs. giants. Like, yeah. Okay. And I was like a, like, just nipples, you know, and I said, Okay, so my going away gift is like from you breaking up. Yeah, going away gift. He yeah, bought you your boobs. Yeah, for that's my goodbye gift. Because in the Asia, you had to give a going away gift. I guess. Really, when you break up with a woman, you give her something. Yeah, to keep her away. You know how it's like hookers. You give money to go away to feel less. Oh my God! Yeah. I've never heard of such a thing. That's yeah. Cr- so he bought you your boobs. Yeah. Were those your first set, or are these so are these the original one? Okay. Because <laughs> my first ones were not that big. And um, after I had my boob job, he never, ever touched him. Lo- everyone else in L.A. has fucking touched him or seen him, but not He him. never saw him or touched no, him. Never. 
no. and he didn't even pick me up from the hospital. So he friend. fought him for you and said, that was it. We're done. We're done. Go away. I bought your tits. Yeah. And I think that he. So you've had three boob jobs since yeah. then. Since do you have to do it every 10 years? Is that sort yeah. of the rule of thumb? And they've gotten bigger and bigger, but my first set was like a B. Why do you have to do it every 10? Do they rupture or do you ever have an I issue? Yeah, they, they're kind of clawed, especially in the old days with the, with the silicone. They didn't really know. But he said, um, you, if I give you your boob job, you have to go to the doctor that I, wa- I want to go to because I'll feel guilty if they, you know, are fucked up. You, you oh, my I mean? God. So he, so he chose the doctor. Was the best boob doctor in LA he did all the research and um, then I got my boob job so now I get signed by uh, by Betsy Lou agency and they said well you can't do makeup because we're gonna have you auditioning all the time and so you got to find a night job Wow and I go and then Roy goes oops, I should have said that he goes um, I'm cutting you off Oh, the guy that yeah, they bought you the so boobs, the yeah. Asian. So sh- I have no it, money. Was, would you consider him a sugar daddy? Yeah, kind. Yeah, I mean, like. But you were know. in love with your sugar daddy. Oh, for twelve years, I, I idolized him and loved him. We we grew up together. So after the boob job, did you just lose touch? Like that yeah, was it? You never talked like to him again. He just, you know, Asians are cold. How many years were you with him? Bef- twelve years. Twelve years. So he supported you. Kind of, yeah, on and off and everything. So what but other lavish gifts did he get you other than breasts throughout the relationship? Well, I just said that my rent was paid, you know, <laughs> and, you know, I, because he felt that if I married him, I could have all the gifts, you know. But since I was on the side, he still was kind of a finimus that I should still make my own living. Mm. But I get to That's go That's good that he thought that because because you didn't end up getting married. No. So you were able to... You but know. but he, but I knew that I was never in trouble. That if rent wasn't due, I could get it right. Right. And so I had the Ooh. the craziest cars, but they were my cars, right? But when you say craziest cars, what does that mean? I mean like old and you know. Oh, okay. Crazy, you know why he drove the Mercedes, you know. But if I was to marry him, I could have the Mercedes. But but he never came to that point, right? Yeah. And then he asked me to marry him. He bought a. N- he he did ask you. Yes. He, uh, after. Um, he did see me one time in Philly clothes, and I saw the new house that he, he bought in Palace, uh, Palace Verdes. And he said, ask me, you know, do you want to marry me? Wow, you know? this was after the, after you had the boob job? Yeah. And then I saw him that last time. But he didn't touch or see him. He touched and see him because it ended bad. And, oh, but he so said, he didn't stop thinking about you. He no, just he said, but you're going to have to give up your life, and I want you to be a wife. And he goes, I have a tendency to wander because I'm lonely, and I don't want to hang out with them. <laughs> getting a picture taken. Taylor, we're taking pictures. I need to take pictures of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So I said, you know what? Um, um, so he goes, I, uh, but if you marry me, I want you to be a wife-wife, you know? And wow. And I said, I can't do that. I just got signed with this big agency. So I gave back his ring. And oh, so you actually proposed with the yeah, ring and everything? Yeah, he gave me the ring. And oh, I my said, God. Like, it's like the road not taken. So you could have been this, like... Fancy yeah, wife I living not think about it sometimes when I'm like, whenever I'm fucking, but I had another, but things got better down the road. But so anyway, I, s- I went to my acting class and I said, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. I have no idea. Um, I've been a makeup artist all my life and I made great money because I made, you know, great money being a makeup artist. But you know, when you're makeup artist, you're the first one. The your last makeup, room. by the way, is amazing that you're yeah, wearing right this now. Yeah, like porn. Ma- yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you you look great. Like, well, 
I don't know how to do my makeup. This makeup, actually, I've been wearing since 1979, 80s, the same makeup. You see every picture of me. Mm -hmm. And then they go, um, when Pam Anderson came out and they said, are you trying to copy Pam Anderson's makeup? I go, no, she copied ours. Because, um, it's going off the deep end, but um, uh, her makeup artist was um, uh, Vogel. And th that, that was, I forget her first name, but she was like 13 or 14. And her dad didn't want uh, to pay us makeup artists, so we taught her how to do this makeup. And so her dad had her doing this Who, makeup. Whose dad? Pam Anderson's? or no, like her, oh. the makeup artist, Vogel. Oh, for, oh. Vogel. And uh -huh. then, then when Pam Anderson started looking like this, uh. I go, that's from Vogel. That's Vogel. This is Hustler and Penthouse makeup. Right. Because oh, the I drag queen taught us this <laughs> I guess it's uh, where do you learn how to look like a woman from yeah, a man who wants like to look like a woman. Look, yeah. That's classic. Yeah, I would this is like the same. We, we had the same makeup. I have the same makeup. If you look at any pictures, I have the same makeup mm -hmm. on. But anyway, so I, I went in my acting class, and I said, I don't know what I'm going to do. So um, this actress comes up to me. She goes, psst. And I go, what? And she said, um, have you ever thought about, you know, dancing? And I go, like, what, what do you mean? She goes, you know, like bikini and go-go dancing. I said, no, I don't know how to dance. I go, I was brought up as a Christian. I wasn't even allowed to go to church. I mean, I had to go to church. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even go to my prom. I wasn't allowed. So then she goes, well, do you know how to fuck? And I uh. said, yeah. Well, she goes, well, then you fucking know how to dance. <laughs> so I grew up in church. I don't know how to dance, but I do know how to fuck. <laughs> so she goes, there's this agency down there, and they sign you up. But you've already been in the porn industry. You've already been yeah, around hustlers. So I mean, you know for not a, me performing. Yeah, you ne it never crossed your mind to actually cross over no. and do it. And, and huh? to be a dancer. So then she goes, there's this agency down here, and they, they, they sign you up. You'll make, at that time, it was... 83 and you'll make 12 and uh, 12 to 15 dollars an hour dancing mm. plus your tips you know go whoa but she goes some of them are really scary places you know so i went to this lady carmen i'll never forget her and um it was right on barham now it's a nice building but it's this creepy building <laughs> and i walk up there and i said i'd like to be a dancer and she said okay and i remember her she had like um like red hair, like kind of like Anne Margaret, and then she had blue eyeshadow all the way up here. She had these big eyes, and liner, and then these big lashes. But the glue—you uh, can still see the white glue. Uh, somehow the glue never melted on her eyelashes. Oh, <laughs> but she was the nicest lady, and she said, "Well, this is what you do. I sign you up. You call me, give me availability, and I send you out to all these clubs." And um, you'll dance, and, uh, and then you come by once every two weeks and pick up your checks. And you can probably make two or $3,000 a month. That's and great money. And then you, and then you then. can live on your tips. So when she sent me to these clubs, they were scary. My first time here at Jumbos mm -hmm. did not look like this. Right. It was in the scariest place I ever walked. I but mean you said the man that opened it, w did he, he said it was like a place for him to hang out with his buddies. Did he intend it to become a strip club when he opened yeah, it? Yeah, then he decided, you know what, my buddies need some entertainment. Oh, I'll put some go-go dancers here. But wow. they, they can't remain. We, I almost want to talk to his granddaughter and be like, so his grandpa like yeah. totally. Oh, like he comes in here still. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. He's got to be a character. Yeah, and his, his daughter Karen took over is now the boss. Okay. And then 
And then I bartend with her. So I told her, I said, I'm probably going to be fucking working with your kids. <laughs> <laughs> so they, we, we had to wear little pasties because there's a school over there uh -huh. and everything. So we had to wear these little pasties. Is this, is this completely topless now? Um, no, no, topless. We had to have bikinis. Oh, it's a bikini. The, the, pa the pasties were nonsense. They just kept pinging off, you know. But I mean, in L.A., you're allowed, are they allowed to be topless in L.A.? You're right. Yeah, but our zoning is because there's a church and school right over here in a certain distance. So it's a bikini bar. So we only can do bikini because you have to be in certain certain range from a school. Okay. So but the, there's no children wandering in, but I guess it's yeah. <laughs> oh, the idea that it could be around Oh, I know. Corner. I heard some of these guys that come in they go oh we used to peep in the curtains because they used to come and peep and now they're there oh <laughs> they're, i see they're, they're like adults we go we used to peep in there i go i know we used to see you get your head smacked through the door by the doorman <laughs> oh that's crazy yeah because there's like a little light shining in through the yeah. door just enough for a and little boy to look in and so get his fantasies all the off here and then there was a pool table here and there was like a couple pool tables here and then um so you went and did one two three four but let me tell you about the first day here it was the scariest thing. It was like in the 80s and it was real punk with the girls piercing and everything. So there was a girl here. I got dressed. I came out here and um, she had like all these belts on, a big mohawk, all pierced, you know, shorts with torn um, mm. um, fishnets. So she was sitting right over there and she's sitting by this guy. And, this, and he's like in his 50s. And he's looking at her, and he's like this, you fucking cunt, you bad bad bitch, you fucking her? Yeah. Like, Saying that? You, you sitch, you blah, 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 blah. And no one seems to be acknowledging it, right? So then she takes, she's got all these rings on her finger. She takes her hand, and she punches him. He goes flying off the stool. His nose is bleeding. And he walks out. So 10 minutes go by. He comes back in. And he sits on the stool. And he proceeds to go, you fucking cunt, you fucking shit, you bitch, everything. And I'm sitting there like, oh, my God. And then she raises, and she punches him again. And then I'm just like sitting there going, what in the fuck? And um, <laughs> so then she comes over. I went by Kim then. She goes, Kim, come here. And I said, yeah. She goes, I get $20 for every time I do that. <laughs> <laughs> he paid for her to do that. Yeah, he goes, that's what he's into. He goes, he likes to just talk shit to women, and then he likes to get the shit beat out of him. I wonder it, what that stems from. I know. That's how Jeez. it was in those days. Now they bring fucking cupcakes in here. <laughs> you know? I mean, I'm sure that there's, well, I'm sure that there's a different venue for that just down the road where he could get more than just a punch <laughs> yeah. in the face. It was like, it was so crazy. I couldn't figure out, what in the fuck, you know? And that, and then, um, um, and it was like, uh, but at night, it was filled up with like rockers, and, and we didn't know that they were famous because they all looked the same then. At the, you know, but Axl Rose and Guns N' Roses used to come in here, but there was like twenty of them that looked like that. So, so we're all so fucked up. We didn't know who was who. So you're in here working, but you're also partying yourself, right? <gasps> Tell me what. Yeah, sorts that of was yeah a lot of coke. That's why I said that pole. <laughs> you're like, yeah, that pole. What uh -huh. you know. Um, what we used it for, just hang on. <laughs> really? So you don't fall <laughs> over? What is that fucking song getting over Do you with? still partake in Coke and stuff like that now? No, or no, no I'm too can't. old. I do it once a year when I party. We have our party. No, I, I can't do it anymore. Can't. But 
well, that, why I first started was because if you gain weight, you couldn't work. You had to work the bad shifts. Oh. So, so to the to thing stay was. stay super skinny. You well, it, it kept me disciplined for my life because, like, you know, if you wanted to work, you know, it was like, you know, if you're getting fat or something, if you got fat or then, um, unless you were hired to be fat, but if you were hired to be skinny, which I was bo- built like a boy, um, then if you gain weight and, you know, because I always had a big pooch, then they would say, y- you can't come back to work until, you know. You lose that weight. Or you had to do the morning shift, which that time was 11 o'clock to 7, and it would be like, I would still get like, you know, $12 an hour. Oh, but that's so sad. Yeah. So, in, so like you see Coke is, A, it's fun, so but B, then, it keeps yeah. you thin. I, I never tried that. I've, n- I've not tried hardly any drugs, but specifically Coke, because I think I would really like it, <laughs> like, do. too much. I don't know. So I've just stayed it's, away it's from that. It's making a big comeback now. Yeah. because well, it, it was out for a while, but um, now um, everybody is like, <laughs> and, and we like the Coke heads, not as boyfriends, but they're very generous, because, like, you can have this money, you can have this money, you know. Oh, it's knock on the door. The Coke heads in. Um, Whereas people who smoke pot are the worst because it takes them 10 million years to figure out what they want to drink. Oh. Uh, let me see. Uh, yeah, Coke is like ready to go, right? Seven up. And then they, you're standing there and so busy. Ah, oh, let me find my money. You know, you know, stoners are not good tippers. So, but the Coke heads are like, you know, and then they, and then they go, oh, I ran out of money. Let me go buy a team sheet. You know, <laughs> and then they, they see somebody else like throwing like hundreds of dollars on the stage, and then it's a piss off contest. You know, I gotta go do it. You know? What's the most money you've ever made in a night? Oh my god, it's hard to say. Yeah, like it's a secret, is it? <laughs> With the IRS. Oh, okay, okay, all right, we won't go there. <laughs> yeah, don't talk about money or name anyone specifically. Customer, yeah, yeah. But, but it's amazing how much money that some guy's spending here, you know. Yeah? Yeah. That's that's, I mean, and you know, yeah, it's it's amazing. Um, but you have to use use this place as a tool because if you, because you live on being complimented every night, you live on compliments every night, like you're the most beautiful. Because, you know, who's going to tell you you're ugly when you're up there? Well, they have, but then they get <laughs> hit in the head or <laughs> they get kicked in the face. <laughs> but most of the time, you are praised every day. Right. Well and but see, this club is so different from any other clubs because it's, it's more like, um, you know, y- you see, it's more like, you know, a neighborhood bar that meets, you know. Right, that has the dancers in it, too. But, but before this, before... Karen took over, and Butterfly here. That's name Butterfly came in here. They're Butterfly's the the, da- the daughter, or uh, she's no, no, no. Butterfly is Nancy, the bartender. Oh, okay, okay. Her and Karen um, changed this, turned this place around, and they made it into like a burlesque where the girls. Is had this the place where? I, I, I correct me if I'm wrong. The Courtney Love. Dance here? Mm-hmm. Isn't this the place where Courtney Love is famous for dancing? Yeah. She came in right after I left, and she met Kurt Kirk, Kirk, uh, Kirk Cobain here. Here yeah, in this yeah. place. Yeah, that's what I thought the story yeah. was. I mean, yeah, this is where she worked. And, She's um, an amazing dancer, too, supposedly. Yeah. Like, and 
but the reason why that she had to work here and the other girls, because all the other uh, strip clubs, they wanted that California look or no tats, you know, the big fake boobs, you know, the the big blonde hair. Or you, you, right. You, you know what? This that is more like. This was like, you know, if, if you rock were and crazy roll. and rock and roll, you, you could, because a lot of the clubs wouldn't hire people with tats, with tattoos or. Or that wasn't like you know. But you are the blonde, right? Like yeah. So that, well, at that time I had brown hair, but I mean, most of the time, most of the girls here were like really tatted and pierced, you know. That that the other clubs didn't wouldn't hire, you know. So so um, they hired they started hiring like really rock and roll girls, which like all the other fancy ones. I don't know which ones they were around. They wanted the perfect stripper-looking girl. You hmm. know what I mean? You know. They didn't want the crazy, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know it. W it's like um, you can't believe how small that dressing room is. See that little dressing? It looks like a little closet. You just walk well in and then walk out on stage. Well, eight girls get in there and get dressed. Really? They cram each other, and it hasn't still changed. And then um, this used to be lockers. Now it used to be what? Lock all of our little lockers over here lockers? against the wall. But, oh. but now they just put them in bags. This is before uh, dancer bags were invented so we had to bring them in sacks or something we had little, little zip it's up. not like you have to bring much to wear it's just a bikini yeah but what you have to but here they, they like for you to change costumes oh you know, you know so you need several it. bikinis yeah there we go the music Karen, just got cranked up karen's like gets upset if you wear the same outfit are all we the gonna time. get our first dance is that what's happening because the music just came out what's that is one of the girls gonna dance yeah. now because the music her just name's scarlet Oh, here we go. She's beautiful. She was a model. Uh -huh. She was a model for Ed Harley. Oh, she wow. She was beautiful. That's a picture up, up in the thumb. That was a picture. Okay, well, for the listener, she just walked out on stage, yeah. so she's dancing. Yeah. And it's... She's she was like a model She was when she was younger. She was beautiful. Right. You know, and then she came in. And then... Um, but it, it's like we have so many girls coming in. Regular girls and couples coming in, you know. Yeah, now. there's a woman here watching, right, for the show. An yeah. older woman, yeah. We have old uh, ladies. This is like a place, right? So this is a Hollywood. This is a famous Hollywood place. Yeah. So this is where, like, but never before. Before people like snuck out, you know, right. with weird but fetishes, now. you know, that was weirdos, you know. Um. He just came by and asked if we need to turn it down. I like that the music's loud. I think people yeah. can still hear us. So, are well, what are I, how about for you? Like, so what, your career, you were dancing, and now you've moved into, like, you do stand-up, too, now. Yeah, what happened was, um, after I quit dancing. What, um, what led you to quit dancing? Was it just because like, did you I get older? Because I a relationship with the love of my life, and he was a producer, so I didn't dance for. So the first man was not the love of your life. So no, it's a good thing was. you didn't marry him. He was there, but I had many, many Many loves that. of your life. Yeah, there's like three loves. He was the first love in my life. And then there's been some, oh, you can't believe the men I picked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so I can, but I think I need some, <laughs> I think I need many loves of my life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Craziest guys and then go back to the real straight But you have the stories, and, right? Oh, beyond. <laughs> you can't believe some of the guys I went off with. You know? well, why do you say that? I mean, I think if, I think everybody has, you know, if it didn't well, work. Well, let's say I went off with one guy. I thought he was in rock and roll. And um, he was supposed to be doing all this singing and I traveled with him and um, he was a cross-dresser. Oh, how did you find that out? 
Was he wearing well, your clothes? Well, he came out of your clothes? around the road. And um, he said, I have a surprise for you. So I thought he was going to give me a ring or something. And he came home uh, all dressed in women's clothes. And I said, he said, this is a surprise. Uh, like he did, was it supposed to be a, like, like you dressed know, as a full woman? It really was a surprise. <laughs> you know, but I had been in the How long had you been with him at this Probably point? Probably like, he was kind of hinting around. But but he liked women. But but and he, he always dressed feminine, you know. But um, he, he kind of looked like you know he thought he looked like Joan Collins from Dynasty, but he actually looked like Willie Nelson. Oh man, <laughs> he was he was not attractive guy. Maybe he guy. wanted you to do his makeup. Well, uh, I, <laughs> that was a surprise, and I did. You so, did. Yeah, because we had there was a lot of coke, so coke flowing around. So did you stay man. together after you found out? That he, he yeah, he did until he got caught with two leads. Uh, uh, he was trying to finish his album, and he got caught with some cocaine, and he went to jail, and I had to move back to Barstow. Barstow? That's where I grew up. Oh. Yeah, that's a whole nother Okay, so story. was that the second love of your life, the cross He wasn't a, he was just, let's say that he wasn't the love of my life, he was just someone that I desperately kind of got on a bus with, not, not a bus, but let's say... Yeah, you got hooked up with him for a little while. How long were you with him? Like almost a year, two years. So the chronology is that you were with this, like, you know, sugar daddy from through your twenties, and and then you started working here and 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 working as a model. Yeah, I was, and then I was dancing and everything, and then I just ran out of money. And I had thought I had to go back to Barstow. So you're making a lot of money, but you're obviously, you can't save it, right? No. There's no saving. There's no saving If you money. could have, can you imagine if you just started socking away some of the money you were making here back in the day? I mean, it's crazy. Like, I never even spent the money that the agency gave me during the day. And I lived on my tips. So, but then I started doing coke. Oh. Because all of a sudden, you know, you're dancing 12 hours. And then, you know, I mean, eight hours. And then you got to go do another shift for four hours, right? Right. So you did that to keep yeah, yourself and going. And it's expensive. You, did you do so much Coke back then? Are you able to taste and smell? I know a lot of... Okay. Are you able to taste and smell? Like, a lot of people do a lot of Coke. It affects their ability to... But everyone was like that. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking to another friend of mine uh, the other day who, who does a lot of Coke, and he says he has no, no, no sense of taste. But I think the Coke was different in my day, because... I see people in here, and I go, I hope I fucking didn't look like that. Because, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I don't remember us being like that. I just remember us having fun and talking and talking about insane theology. And so, all stuff. that money you made went into having a really good time. Yeah. But then, when he went in jail, I, I went back home. After the, after the cross dressing. Yeah, he got okay. caught. I was in Vegas. My dad caught me. I was pregnant. Really? Were, yeah. were you dancing in Vegas? No, 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 no. I, he wouldn't let me dance. So you were pregnant. Went, you have a, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I went on the road with him, and I had like, and he wanted a baby so bad. Who? This is who the, is the this? rocker guy? Oh, so you got pregnant with his child? Three times, and I kept having miscarriages. Oh. Thank God. Because you know, I I was doing coke, and I right. didn't I didn't really want his child, and then um, I. When he got caught, he got caught. Well, how, again, how different your life could have been if one of those pregnancies had stuck. Yeah. I mean, I, I get scared of the thought. <laughs> and and I wanted to leave him because he was so psychically crazy, you know. And then um, he was in jail. And then I went home and I 
you know, he made me wear a fucking fur coat to his trial. You know, he had me dress up like, like, I go, if they see me you in a could make a movie coat, about yeah. I go, they in see Vegas? me in a fur coat. In and Vegas? I wear a fox fur coat. To, they're going to know I'm a drug dealer's girlfriend, you know. <laughs> You know, but that oh, he was dealing. That's why yeah, he got that's oh. why he got caught. He was dealing to finish his album, so he got uh, caught on two kilos. Oh, so what came of him? He ended up. It, what, what came of him after that? Did well, he, he had two years, and then I tried, and then when he was in there two years, uh-huh. um, I had the miscarriage. Thank God, I was in Barstow, and then I made my way back to uh-huh. LA, and then that's when I started dancing again. But I didn't come here. I started dancing. In How old are you at this point? Um, I think I was 32, 33. Okay. And then I started my life all over again. Right. Good and then Lord. I came back down. I said, I can't live in bars. Did you ever, like, Google these people? Like, what came of the cross-dressing drug uh, dealer? No, I'm scared. I saw him one time because during the day, he uh-huh. dressed like, um, in women's, he had to wear women's underwear. And he had to wear satin clothes with ruffles. He did or you did? No, he did. What do you mean? In he dressed crazy. Okay, okay. But everyone kind of knew him. Uh, and um, I saw him after he left jail. I put a restraining order on him and I uh, when he came out of jail. Because then I moved in with another rocker. Oh. And um, I went and got my stuff. And, um, oh, that part of my story is crazy. And um, thank God I had a miscarriage because, you know, he would really came after me, you know. And he was, and so I think he went off with other girls because he had like six, six women before me. So, so I came back to dancing, but I didn't come here. I, I, I was dancing in the valley, and then my agent took me back. And then during the '80s, I did all these low-budget movies. I did about eight or nine low-budget movies. I did about four, three or four MTV mu- mu- music videos during the '80s. Cool. Yeah. Would I know any of them? Yeah, there was one. Um, uh, in fact, one of my friends, uh, we Googled them and we, 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 we cut them up and I put them on my video. Oh, my foot. oh cool. What, what, like, what's but you would never recognize it. I had dark hair. Uh-huh. But, but yeah, I, so, we, so we spliced them and put them in, in with the, the one that The one that they cut out a lot was with Gregory Hines and um, uh, what's that guy who died in a duet? It was better than love. The crooner, I forget his name, but I, I did a video with, with yeah. Because at that time, I had dark hair, and they felt like the black artist could be with me because I kind of looked black. Uh, I even well, had an audition. I even had an audition with Michael Jackson. You're, you're racially neutral. Like you, like, yeah, yeah. With Michael Jackson's video. Like I, I don't know what your ethnicity is. I, but, but, but I could kind of, so it wouldn't be offensive if a black guy kiss me or something uh-huh so I even auditioned for Michael Jackson's video oh wow but I said I cannot dance <laughs> <laughs> but here you are a dancer they go but during the strip I go not dance you know and 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 this contract that if I I signed with Michael Jackson uh-huh um, if I got that video I couldn't look him in the eye we got penalized for every swear word that we would say we only could look him in the eye when we were shooting and there was to be no naughty words to be said on the set, or we would get fined. Wow. Yeah. And um, if he, he had, like. What would happen if you actually made eye contact with him? What, what, what would happen? Like, we'd get penalized. 
Really? I, I, I paid. Like, he would say, this person just made eye contact with me. Get them uh -huh. off the set? So they said, put oh your my head God. down until you're on the set with them. Oh, that's so, so weird. Yeah. Oh, and and if you say anything nasty, they'll take money from your... your, your oh, wow. Of, yeah, that was in the contract. So wow. I didn't get that one. Um, it's the one that where, where the girl... It's not Thriller. It's another one where he's standing and kisses her. He goes, he has to kiss you, you know. And then you, all these things about cologne you had to wear. Or, I mean, just crazy detail. Right. So we had a, this big old contract we had to sign. So if, if you got that part, we had to sign it. That's crazy. So, okay, what happens after you do these videos? What's next? Okay, so then after I did these videos, uh, my agency dropped me because I was just doing so much coke and everything. Oh, yeah. You, you know. I probably couldn't and keep a job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I could, I'd come on the set. You know, I remember coming on auditions. Like, I remember going on one audition and uh, I had done coke all night and then I did a line of coke and then I took some cough syrup because it would calm me down. Oh, God. And it was Mickey's plane, I remember. And um, I called my doctor friend and I thought, oh, I blew it, I blew it. And I remember and calling him. At, there's that, that coffee shop call panties or something they used to have phones there at the booth this is before cell phones uh-huh like uh -huh. i gotta call my agent you know so i'm waiting for the phone call and i'm like waiting for them to say you fucked up and he goes oh they thought you were the most sexiest thing they, they thought you were like marilyn monroe i'm going because i was so fucked up <laughs> wow because you're barely keeping it together your yeah, eyes are rolling like, in your head like, yeah it was like because they wanted a, a sexy slurly you know and they got one that day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. So then I, um, I didn't dance here, but I went back to um, other places dancing. Uh huh. And then, um, then I stopped a while because I met a producer that I fell in love with, the love of my life, and we moved to Orange County. And I became like a married lady, you know. Oh, you're like a yeah, but I was still restless. Orange County woman. Yeah, yeah. I became restless, and then um, he had produced uh, one of Richard Pryor's last stand-up comics. Oh, so there was from this here like to now? an early introduction to stand-up for you. Yeah, you're like seeing that going. I want to do that someday. Yeah, and because he always thought I was funny and kooky, and 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 then I said, and then my friends becoming comics. This is when like in the '90s where everybody was comics. And I go, hey, I want to be, you know, because I go, every time I go on audition, they go, she's odd. You know, she's so funny, you know. And as you know, in comedy, the, the weirder you are, the better you are. The, look at you. You've got stories. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah. So he goes, I go, I want to be a stand-up. And he goes, okay, how do you go about it? He goes, how do we go about it? I go, I have no idea. So... I call this Judy Brown. She was a teacher. Oh, I, I know who that is. The uh, uh, not downtown, but the other Judy Brown. The manager, Levity. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah, or, yeah. she used to write for the LA Weekly. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. So I took a class with her, and that's how I started. Oh, it's not the same one, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? That's a long time ago. So, yeah, okay. So then, um, so that's what I did for a long time. And then, um, you know, as producers, your show is only good as as your last show. So then um, I went back to my makeup uh -huh. so I could do comedy at night. So you're doing makeup again? Yeah, so I could, went back and call, did a couple of shoots and started working for Hustler again. Nice. And then, um, because now I, I could have my nights free to go do stand-up, right? Right. Um, 
and I had a Rolls. And you'd had plenty, oh wow. Well, you had plenty of, of um, stage time too. Yeah, but I didn't know how to do it. I remember coming up to my first uh, Well, you had a Rolls Royce because you're living in Orange County, rolling in to do stand-up? What happened was, I remember Bob, <laughs> Ke- Bob Burkell, I don't know, you know, do you know Bob Burkell? Uh, no, 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 but, but yeah. It was, he had a room, open mic, and I said, I yeah. gotta go to No, I, I know mic. who you're talking about, yeah. like So, I go, but they see me in this Rolls. I'm not, you know, <laughs> and all the comics are looking out of the room. They're going, who in the fuck is that? You know? <laughs> and I came out dressed to the ten nines in this Rolls, you know? So they're all staring at me. I go, hi, where do I sign up for open mic? And they go, what? Wow. I, and they go, I do know Bob, by the way. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's been know, a, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he laughs this day. You know, he goes, why do you want to do comedy? You're driving a Rolls. Right. <laughs> I go, because he took my car and I didn't have the Rolls. You know. So what happened with the producer? You oh, guys he end passed up? away. Oh, uh, I'm so and sorry. And he was the love of my life. Yeah. That sucks. That's a and sucks. talk about crazy. Um, I was his sixth one. He was married to Diane Parkinson, had been engaged to Joanna Carson, and left her and married uh, Connie Francis, and then also married another playmate, Joe Collins, not Joan Collins, Joe Collins, and then I was the sixth. But but he can be he can be monogamous, so I said I won't marry you. Because I'm if I get married I want my vows to be honest, you know. Yeah. And I go you can't keep up then. You know. Is you there had such the a thing as monogamy? Are people no. really ever faithful? I wonder I that go, now that I'm most out beautiful of girls, women. You had uh, you know Diane Parkinson, The Price Is Right. You've had five Miss Worlds, and you know everyone was a beauty queen. You know, and then he would go off and have affairs with like really ugly ones you know yeah, what I mean? th- they, they, they often bang an ugly one yeah. just <laughs> right it, yeah they have like the perfect well, thing at home why <laughs> yeah and it, it just it was a sense of being having something different <laughs> oh. you know what i mean yeah and um so i mean the crack of dawn wasn't safe with him i mean he, that was his thing you know wow and we, when I, I get together with his friends i go i don't want to know i don't want to know Wow. You know, but he was a man's man, and we had a boat, and we lived a great life. And then, um, and and he tried to help me as much as possible doing stand-up, but I just wasn't getting it at the time, you know. And um, so, when he died, I had money, but I spent it very terribly. And then I came back to L.A., and then my friends... Um, Howard Dover, we were in there and we're talking about something, and he goes, "Have you heard this place, Jumbo's Clown Room?" I go, "Jumbo's Clown Room." I go, "You worked there years ago." And he goes, "Man, it's so cool." I go, "What are you talking about? You mean Jumbo's at the one on what Hollywood?" They go, "Yeah, oh my God, Tanya, it's it's the most famous place ever." I go. What the fuck are you talking about? You know, it's like the legendary comedy store for strip clubs, right? Yeah. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. yeah. So I came in here and um, I asked Karen if I could be, uh, uh, I go, can I work here? But like a waitress, I don't want to dance. And then Nancy, the lady there said, yeah, why don't you have us be as a waitress? And then it just, this place exploded, you know? I mean, if, if you would have brought it, you know, they bring in cupcakes for their parties <laughs> and stuff. They did that when I, in the 80s, you would have got stabbed. <laughs> You know, I mean, just well, it's like a, I guess it becomes like a family now, right? It's yeah, like a, I mean, I mean, no, I mean, like couples come in, 
you know, lesbians and couples, you know. They get away with a lot of stuff here, though, you know. Oh, like it's two a strip girls club. over here were like, you know, they were, this guy met this girl and they were kissing, kissing, you know. Then these girls were kissing and they said, you know, really heavy and I just had to like, I felt like I had to dance. All right. Separate. They were like, oh. And then the music stopped. I said, you can kiss, but no fisting. You know, everybody heard it. Oh my God. <laughs> so you got that comedic thing. Yeah. But now, so, but I mean, now you have so many beautiful girls, you know, that, that are, I mean, and they're talented. The, the day girls um, have to work their way to the night. You know, they, I mean, some of the girls just want to work during the day. You know, it's well, hard to make money like with. Right, there's not very many people here right now, but the dancing, you know? Yeah. It's pretty cool. And, and it, we never use that pole for that. I don't <laughs> ever remember anybody. Well, now it's a sport. I mean, the yeah. I've been learning at a, a place where it's like they have competition, competitive dancing. It, And it's it's a workout. For, I mean, I'm just enjoying it because I'm, I'm working out. And it, I mean, and for the craziest me, thing I did was uh, to Kenny Logan, I mean, Kenny uh, Rogers and Dolly Parton. I took a piece of rope and tied myself up and put a veil over my head. You Did know? you really? Yeah. And we been performing for them? Or they were here? Or I'm confused. Yeah, on stage. I mean, oh. you know, because I moved Wait. like a snail. They know? were, you said Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton. What do you mean? Like, the, oh, oh, that's oh, the their, music. Their, their song. Oh, okay, I didn't yeah. stream. That was my song. <laughs> I took a sacred thing and I tied myself up, you know, until someone goes, do you know what you're really doing? Are you into bondage? I go. Because I had been from photo shoots. I go, no, this is like a photo shoot. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I just think it's a really um, fun way to explore sexuality and, like, yeah. I don't know. It, and the dancing is very sensual, and I don't know. It's just really beautiful. You know so what? It's amazing is how guys, um, when they're here watching dancing, like, I go, I don't even know what you think. I don't want to know what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, you probably know more about what men think than a lot no, of men. They just sit there like this, you know. Now, when it's girls watching, like like two or three girls, uh -huh. oh, my God. Look at her shoes. Look at her shoes. The <laughs> color right here. Oh, he would look so good in that color. Oh, oh, no, she's so pretty. Look she's how beautiful so her body they're is. They're like, you she's know, so chatter, chatter, chatter. Yeah. You know. And, you know, guys are like, I just want to stick the something the in there. The like this. Yeah. <laughs> not, and, and they don't talk for hours to each other. Right. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> thinking about what they could do. <laughs> oh, where'd you get this? Oh, I love your hair. Oh, I yeah, I like your outfit. Where'd you get the oh, bikini? <laughs> I, I'm like, oh, do you know you look like so-and-so? And you, you know what I mean? And just like constantly, you know what I mean? It's just like, you know, oh, my God, you would look so good with hair like that. I mean, just constantly screaming. And it's like it's such a difference between, you know, the guys just sitting and like, Throwing money, just like off in the whole world, you know. Right. Well, Tanya, what's okay? So we're gonna wrap up, but yes. I, I love talking to you. I, I know you have more stories, so we'll have to do this again. Yes. But what what's next? Do you think? Like, just I'm you want to do my I, what I'm really working now is working on my one woman show and I, my stories. You know, what I really want to do is proceed that is that's why I want to do this with you is get out bits and pieces of um, everything I've done in my life. Like working for Larry Flynn and Jumbo, the things that I try to hide now are the coolest. <laughs> <laughs> These are mean? legendary men in the sex yeah. industry. Yeah. You've seen it all. Yeah. I told Bob Fisher because I worked for him too. I said, I'd like to have a picture of the three, my three bosses that I've known all my life. 
Larry Flint, Jumbo, and Bob Fisher. <laughs> I go, and, and uh, I go, you know, everything that I thought was so terrible, you know, it's become so cool. Huh. You know what amazing? It, it just changes. Right. You know? What was taboo is now in, right? Yeah. But I did it when it was sneaking and dirty and you, and you were ashamed of it, you know. Now, we have, we have a list of girls wanting to work here, you know. Right. Before, we like, we need somebody to work here. <laughs> Please. Do you oh. have a cousin or something? You know, you know what I mean? You know, it's like, you know. Oh, that's amazing. But you, built, you, you helped build the industry. You think yeah, about it? Yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And we still the setup is still the same. We have the same songs in the jukebox. You know. Wow. So it yeah, it's so some things change, but nothing really changes. Right. Well that's amazing. So okay, where can people find you? What's that? Where can people find you for merch? Oh, I, on Facebook it's Tanya Moon T O N Y A Moon M O O N. Okay. And um I'm also have a little website, and and then um, I'm gonna. If you go on there, it'll tell you how to get. Because I'm gonna show my videos from the '80s. I want to go see those. I'm gonna have yeah, to look them up. Yeah, and then all these bad movies uh, that what is that called? IBM or whatever that. Uh, is that oh, movie? I I I uh, DMB. It just came I out. Just, that, I just blacked it out on what it is. Yeah, where, where yeah, you can I, find I, all I, your your resume. I brought and it out credits. last week, and I had little parts on these movies, but the posters are fucking great. Really? You know what I mean, like the '80s posters, and right, the right, movies, right. and they're were all amazing. Online. You know, because I did a lot of uh, B martial art movies, <laughs> and I always played like the bad girl's girlfriend. Where he goes, you're sitting there kissing him, and then he goes, "Get out of here!" You know, like you're the villain's time. girlfriend. Yeah. Both in in fiction and in real life, it seems. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when I kind of go, "Get out of here," and then I'd go, "Okay," <laughs> <laughs> then he gets shot. Oh no! <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, guys, you have to look her up because she's fabulous. And I just, I love that I've gotten to know you just a little bit here today and the couple of times we've hung out. But I have a feeling that I'm going to get to know a lot more about you. And I want to talk to you more if that's okay. Yeah, yeah. I would love to. This is I amazing. I love you and I love that. You, I'm, I'm glad that there, there's no judgment and you feel really good about it. Oh, this. no, not at all. It's really, really fun. So, yeah. and this is a great place. I've heard about it for years. So, I'm glad I got to come in here and. and see it firsthand. So guys, this is Jumbo's Clown Room. It's on Hollywood Boulevard. If you're in LA, you got to come by and you can see Tanya. Perhaps if you're lucky, she'll be here on one of her nights yeah, working the bar. I'm here every Sunday, Monday. I don't care if I go on the road or whatever. I'm always back here on Sunday, Monday. It's a good gig, right? Yeah. 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 I'm so happy to know you and uh, Tanya is also working on stand-up and you're you're one of a kind, oh, my love. So, so are you. Thank <laughs> you. But you're just like, sometimes you just have to think the bad things that are happening in your life later are going to be like jewels. Oh, I've already seen that. Just in the that? last year and a half, I thought what was really, really bad is actually quite you go like wonderful. This. You're like, thank God that happened because there's a whole road ahead of me. Yeah. Down so. the road, you're going to go, you're that? You happened to you in a gleeful way. <laughs> <laughs> Tanya, thank you so much. Thank you. Guys, you're listening to the Perfect and Podcast. Please download next week. Tell 10 people. I'm Lana Turner, L-A-H-N-A-T-U-R-N-E-R. And uh, I'll bring you another great episode next week. All righty. Thanks, Tanya.